Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, uh, starting with the north, then making our way to the middle, then the south. Now, starting at the north, did you know that rosewood can cost millions? Now, the governor of Kalasin in is on the hunt for the perpetrators involved in a theft of over 1 million baht uh, valued rosewood evidence from the Ichu Municipal Office. Investigations yielded ties to six civil servants who reportedly shifted the evidence using a crane. Now, that's right, we're talking about wood logs, in particular wood from a rosewood tree that has been uh, allegedly stolen by some civil servants using a crane. Now, these wood logs were originally evidence in a prosecuted case of illegal logging from the forest land of Nongyama within the jurisdiction of the Kalasin Treasury Department and were being stored in front of the Ichu Municipal municipal office when they disappeared. Police Colonel Kunsupan and the chief of the provincial police region in Kalasin today descended on the scene to monitor the progress of the case where he corroborated the findings with team leaders at the Nongsang police station. An important breakthrough in the case was made when initial eyewitness testimonies confirmed that shifting of evidence was true and that six government officials were found involved using a crane to remove rosewood logs. It is guessed that the confiscated logs have been moved out of the area, thus orders were given for swift tracking of the shifting route and to expedite the trafficking and investigation of the related persons. Who knew that uh, logs of wood can also cost millions and uh, if you know the right price of your trees, uh, you can make millions. That's only if you get away with, though. Don't steal the logs. That's the moral of the story. But yeah, start, that was uh, one of our stories from the north. Another story uh, from the north is uh, an unfortunate news story regarding Thai rain, which has triggered landslides and floods disrupting uh, everything in north of Thailand and especially tourism. Now, a slew of torrential tyrants has instigated landslides and flash floods, causing demolition to the roads in the northern regions of Nan and Mehongsan, as well as the western regions of Tak and Kanchanaburi. The tyrants, relentless in their downpour, have been hitting the regions of Pua and Boklua, which are situated in Nan province. The heavy rainfall has saturated the mountain slopes to the maximum, resulting in a spate of landslides on highways disrupting the normal traffic flow. Specif specifically, three landslides occurring along Highway 1256 with four more on Highway 1081. In response to these heavy Thai rain incidents, the highway department in the district of Boklua has instructed the deployment of recon of construction and maintenance teams from Pishit to erect a Bailey Bridge in areas affected by the landslides. Completion of these makeshift bridges, however, is anticipated to take several days, during which time traffic will remain obstructed. Bokla District was also the destination for a visit yesterday by the Nan Province's governor, Kunwi Boon, assisted by local officials. The main aim of the visit was to review damages resulting in the relentless tyrants and subsequent landslides. Following their tour, officials reported that the local Banbo Luang School will serve as a temporary residence for locals from an estimated 14 households who are situated within the landslide risk zone. So stay safe up there if you are in the northern areas of Thailand. Um, no... <laughs> No good news for tourism around that area uh, currently, especially with the heavy rains. We'll keep you up to date uh, we'll, with all the latest information regarding that story. For now, we're going to move uh, further down Thailand and make our way to Pattaya. 
And we're going to talk about a story regarding a brawl of hearts. Because in Love and War, uh, some Indian men have clashed for their Thai maidens in Paria. Um, British writer John Lyle once wrote, All is fair in Love and War. But try saying that to two groups of Indian men who brawled in the street in a bid to win the heart of a fair Thai maiden on Southern Paria Road last night. According to an eyewitness who shared the account with Channel 3, a heated altercation erupted between two Indian factions along the roadside. The witness courageously intervened, urging the groups to seize their conflict. However, one of the Indian men misinterpreted the 41-year-old Ampon's intervention as an affront, escalating matters by attempting to wield a broken glass bottle as a weapon. Ampon managed to avoid being stabbed by the Indian thug, tore his shirt with a broken bottle. He realized that the fight was beyond his control, so decided to report the issue to Myung Pattaya Police Station and with Sawang Bodibun Rescue Team. The Indian men fled when the rescue team arrived at the scene. A 52-year-old Indian man named Ranbir remained at the spot, sporting a severe wound near his right eye and a broken right arm. Rescuers provided first aid before rushing him to the hospital. Mung Pareya police officers later summoned both groups of Indian men for questioning a 28-year-old Indian man named Mohawk, and his friends started the fight, adding he did not mean to hurt anyone and was only protecting himself. Goyal said it was lucky to escape the fight scene given um, there were a lot of uh, friends of... Uh, the thugs over there, and he added that he plans to file a police complaint, though his immediate summons to the questioning f uh, forestalled this action. Now, a group of Thai women visited the police station claiming they were friends of uh, the suspect, and they explained that um, his girlfriend was one of the their group members. And on the incident day, uh, Kalom accompanied them to a nightclub when they were having when they and while they were leaving the nightclub, they met. Uh, the other group of Indians outside the club, and um, one of one of the people expressed interest in one of the ladies over there, which happened to be his uh, Thai girlfriend, and therefore the fight broke out. So, is everything fair in love and war? Uh, I was once told by a very um, smart man, "When in Paria, don't fall in love," and that's all I'm gonna say. If you're out for a holiday and you're out and about in Pattaya Beach or certain Pattaya Roads, just don't fall in love, all right? That's all I'm going to say for that story. We're going to move on to our next story, taking us to Bangkok. Now, Bangkok's waterways, there has been an expansion plan unveiled of a 9.32 billion baht to fix Bangkok's waterways. Now, in a proactive move to alleviate traffic congestion in Bangkok, Thailand's Office of Transport and Traffic Policy and Planning is set to submit plans to the development of existing and potential canal routes underpinning these Bangkok waterways plans in the promotion of passenger boat transportation as a practical solution to the city's notorious traffic issues. On the specifics of the Bangkok waterways proposal... Khun Panya divulged that a feasibility study conducted by the OTP to ascertain potential maritime travel development in Bangkok and its nearby provinces is currently underway, with an unexpected timeline culminating in 2032. The overall objective is a significant increase in waterway routes for a total of 131.2 kilometers to a staggering 196.6 kilometers. Translucent visibility of budgetary allocation sits at around 9.32 billion baht, which will be requested from the Transport Ministry for approval. 
A defining aspect of the proposal reveals an expenditure of 1.32 billion baht allocated for the enhancement of existing Bangkok waterway routes, which span over a distance of 65.4 kilometers. These routes are primarily along the Chao Phraya River and Padung Krung Kasem and Prawet Burirom canals, with prospects of development of piers and facilities. Now, notably, the first Bangkok waterway project centers around the Sai Mai Pra Kanong route uh, are on the Lat Prao Canal with a planned length of 25.7 kilometers. The route would then have 23 piers and anticipates a budgetary need of 1.44 billion baht. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, yes, they're, they're making new routes and they're going to make uh, new ways for people to travel through canals to fight the congestion and traffic in Bangkok. Will it really work? I don't know. Um, how long will they take to make it? years and years and years i'm guessing but i'd like to be optimistic and think that yes uh at least they're trying to be proactive and do something about it but what do you think do you think this is just talk or it's go or we're still going to be talking about it in 10 years is it really going to help alleviate the traffic let us know in the comment section below for now we're going to move down further south in thailand to samui now samui anticipates a 34 billion baht mainland bridge by 2028 a lot of bridges, a lot of canal work. Now, plans to establish a land link to the island of Gotsamui have been in the works for years, but now the Express Authority of Thailand held the first public orientation hearing about the Samui Bridge. The blueprint for this project showcases a 20-kilometer bridge slated for construction in 2028 to connect Gotsamui to the mainland. EXAT or EXAT chief Skun Surashet indicated that three regions potentially affected by this project have been earmarked for the orientation sessions. These include Nakhonsi Thamarat, Surat Thani, and Kotsamui as a prospective bridge to the island. Whether though Surat Thani's Donsak district or Nakhonsi Thamarat's Kanom district is on the drawing board, the aim of these hearings is to provide an open forum to critically evaluate facets of the project encompassing elements of engineering, the financial aftermath, and crucially, the environmental impact. Currently, the only routes to and from Gotsamui are by expensive flights from Bangkok Airways or often unreliable and smoke-belching ferries. The proposed bridge cementing a connection between Samui and the mainland in the Donsak district proposes to offer another viable alternative, broadening options for overland transportation. According to Surashet, there is more of the Samui Bridge than simply providing another mode of transportation. It is envisioned as an indispensable lifeline to expedite responses to public health crises on the island. In the pipeline since July, the Samui Bridge project was transferred from the Rural Roads Department to EXAT by the Transport Ministry. The ministry cited the need for a division possessing more extensive technological resources and financial capacity. New bridges in Samui. Let us know. I've only ever traveled to Samui using the ferry. Um, you know, you drive up past Panga, get the get the ferry boat, go to Samui. I thought it was quite an enjoyable process. It it wasn't, um, but but you know, if you could drive uh, faster through a bridge, would you just prefer the bridge instead? Another thing to comment on, let us know in the comments section below. Have you been to Samui before? Would you rather travel by ferry, by flight, or by road? Um, and we'll discuss that. All right. And uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Those are some of uh, the stories from across Thailand today. Uh, I, um, I did have one more, but I've decided not to do that one uh, because it's 
not that great of a story. But anyways, that's it from us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I apologize for my uh, voice uh, or and uh, nasally voice today. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed the news. Uh, for more news stories, please visit thetiger.com. Uh, I'll see you live again tomorrow morning. Until then, see you. Take care. Bye-bye.